coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. You know what? If you're living for the weekend, you ain't living right. Ooh. I honestly think that people don't take that jump because they've gotten comfortable with where, yes. however level of life they're living. I'm afraid to lose my stuff. I was like, oh, I can pack my stuff up in six boxes or less. Let's go. There's that element of faith, right? That yes. factually, the road stops here. The rest is faith. That last 10, 10 blocks, boop, that'll get you to your dream is just faith. I don't have a tattoo for a reason because I can't commit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rank your QVC colleagues. <laughs> That is never gonna happen. And you know what? I think it's just damn, oh, pardon my French. <laughs> Can I get all of them? I think you, I think you I just think you beat every QVC host that has ever been on this show. This is the QVC show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> if you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey y'all, this is the Kim Gravel Show and I'm Kim Gravel and we are here today and every week to help you level up your life. That's what we wanna do. We wanna come alongside of you and let's all live our best lives and do it together. Today is, we have somebody on the show, Zach, that she's a QVC host. Um, yep. She is weekly live with me every Saturday night at on QVC. I'm gonna tell you, her personality, her joy is contagious. She's done so many things and she lives such an adventurous life. You cannot help but listen to this episode and be like, okay, what is my next adventure? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just wait till you hear her story. Y'all come back and be with us because none other than QVC host extraordinaire, Rachel Bozing is coming on right after this. Are you stuck? Are you at a place where you know there's more for you, you don't know what that is, and you don't even know if you've got the confidence to step out to even figure out what it is? If that is you, pick up Collecting Confidence, my new book. I'm telling you if, you, if you don't have a compass, if you don't have a true north, if you're saying, Kim, I don't know why I'm here and what I'm here for, but I know it's something, grab this book and read it. It's a light easy read, but I'm telling you, it'll give you nuggets and, and reveal things about yourself that you didn't even know. It's not only just my story, it's our story. It's that story of struggle to find out what we're called to do and why we're here. Pick up the book and read it. Then let me know how you, you know, hit me up on email and social media and let me know what you thought about it. But let me just tell you something. You have a calling, you have a purpose, and you can walk in the confidence to fully embrace that call. I love you guys. And remember, walk boldly in your collected confidence. Okay. I gave you a tease earlier about my very special guest that's here. And the reason I say she's a very special guest, Zach, is so many things. One, because we do live TV together every single Saturday night, every single week of the year. I mean, this, we are soul sisters. We have become like 
BFF besties. Um, you know her from QVC. Um, today, we're going to find out how she got here because she was adopted when she was two months old. Two months old. And y'all, she's an Ivy Leaguer. She went to Brown. I'm telling you, Ooh. I am a, I'm telling you, I'm just some smart people up at QVC. I'm not lying. She has an MBA in marketing. Y'all, there's some things you don't know about her. She was an expert roller skater. Okay, like like she can roller skate. Okay. She was a broadcaster and a weather girl. Hi, we're your weather forecaster for 15 years. I love this, Zach. She says she lives the never been married and no kids lifestyle. Sign me up. Um, she has jumped <laughs> right? out of a plane twice. She has ridden in a NASCAR. Uh, I want to say that again. She's jumped out of a plane twice. Um, and I love this. Rachel says she has never been more confident as she is in her 50s. Rachel Bozen, get your honey on in here to the Kim Grabell Show. <laughs> Rachel Bozen. Okay, wait oh a minute, gosh. wait a minute, Rachel. No, we got to hear that again, because that's not a little okay. country to me. Do it, do it. Do it. That's a little. Rachel Bossing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Don't it. Don't you love it? Yay. Okay, okay. The true okay. story, y'all, is that I begged to be on this show. Thank no, you, Kim. Well, but no, honestly, I was like, please, no oh, please, oh, please. You have a podcast. Can I come on the show? I want to talk oh, to I you. Oh, I love you. I want to talk well, to I you. Well, I mean, everybody's Zach. been asking, Rachel. Everybody's been asking. But girl, they, when we was preparing to do this podcast, I'm like, what in the heck has Rachel not done? That's the big question. Like, <laughs> People on QVC and people in the world who are your fans and have been following you for years have no idea. Girl, you jumped out of a plane twice. Are you crazy? I, I did. You know, it, when it was super lovely, um, the first time with the fiancé that I'm unfianced because I'm not married. Okay. And the second time <laughs> with Jennifer Coffey well, when I came what, here. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I did. Uh, you and Coffey jumped. We totally did. And and we both went for like the bigger drop. Like we were insane. She was like, they're like, do you want the drop from, I don't know, 10,000 feet or the drop from 20,000 feet? I'm making this up. And we're like, let's go 20. And while I'm falling, I'm thinking, was there a reason I asked for four more seconds of fall? Like what in the world? <laughs> Didn't get I enough. Thinking? Right. right. Exactly. I couldn't get enough. So the second time I was like, you know what? I think I'm tapped out. I think I might be good now. <laughs> but Rachel, like what makes you want? Cause like you're an adrenaline junkie, clearly. Now look. I love that. That's oh, ba- that's 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 your baby. That's real life. Um yeah, I love it. Welcome to live TV and live podcast. I think it's the male delivery person who's coming right now, of course. Nala. Okay, it's gonna calm down. Oh, this right. is where we cut, cut, cut. I'm so this sorry. Is, oh, this, this is, is where we open nothing. your male life on this TV. Is, we got, <laughs> right, exactly. Cut nothing. <laughs> so you said I'm an adrenaline junkie. What makes me yes. want to be an adrenaline junkie? Right. Um, I think I like things that are really exciting. Theoretically, yes. are safe, but they're not. Yes. It's not really safe when you sign all those documents when you're going to jump out of a plane. They're basically like you are ju- jumping out of a perfectly good plane. You do realize that. So if you splat, it's on you. Don't come for us. So I, I just, I, you know, I thought it would be exciting. I love to wring the juiciness out of every day. It was something that I hadn't done. I feel like I want to do everything at least once. And although I don't think I can base jump, like I don't think I can walk out on one of those platforms and jump like people do. Well, what's I can the jump difference? out of a plane. 
A plane What's is so high. What's the difference so between? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that seems that a plane that seems don't make worse, no logical, Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Right? That don't make no logical sense Somehow, to me. Somehow. Well, well. Okay. So when you're on the plane, you're a tandem jump. So you're strapped to somebody. So when your instructor goes out, you're strapped and you're just going. Right? There's no. But you both. They, you both. They say one way. Two and they're throwing. You both are com- completely sweat. But that little, when you're jumping from a little platform, you have to voluntarily walk out and like jump. I don't have the guts. I, and, and ground somehow is too close. So you're not pushed or coursed or strapped to somebody. You're so, it's Correct. you. It's only right. you. It's just me. And I don't, I don't have the guts. I don't have the guts. Yeah. Well, uh, you got more guts than I ever had. And I, I, we have had this conversation on air, though. Yeah. We talked about our roller skating days. Remember? Yes. S-T- yes. A-D- yes. A- what is that? Bay City Rollers, all of the, what was your, like, did you, were you roller skate rink girl? All the things, all the things, bounce rock skate roll, of course, Uh -uh. Um, you know, flashlight, of course, not just knee deep, she was totally deep when she was freaking with me, I mean, like, all the things, Um, she's a brick house, you know, I mean, Uh -uh. you know, and with the skating, remember there was like snowball where you'd skate with somebody and then you'd like, you release couple skate couple, couple skate. skate oh absolutely then it was the girls asked the boys and then the boys oh, yes. asked the girls I mean it was my it was my life like roller skating was my life growing up every Saturday like church Sunday Saturday roller skating I think I had my f- first makeout session in the roller skating ring <laughs> what was his name I think his name was Crenshaw, I can't remember his last name. Gonna, I remember. Gonna, don't him. say his last name. We're not calling him. But he had a mullet. Out. He had a mullet. He and did. I didn't use my tongue. It was just heavy making out, <laughs> just kiss. That's it. How about you, Rach? <laughs> yeah, like, um, I honestly uh-huh. don't. This is so sad. I don't even remember my first kiss. <laughs> and I don't. It's, I mean, it clearly was not memorable. I remember <laughs> some point in time of playing spin the bottle with a whole group of kids. That's right, not right. cute. Uh-oh. But I don't think that was really my first kiss. No, it was not cute. I'm just you know, saying like, like all the roller skate re- times, right? Like yes. some of those songs that I hear. Do, okay, I'm going to th- take one back for you. Okay, okay. I used to I used to want somebody to ask me to couple skate. Um, we Belong with Pat Benatar. Remember that? We belong. We belong. We belong. We belong, uh-huh. we belong, to, we belong to belong together. together. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is a good one. Do you remember La Freak Says Chic? Do you remember that song? Oh, there come was a, on. Like way yes. back in the day. Way back Girl, in the day. We that are was pulling one. it to like All the things. Early and then, 80s. of course, there would be like Elton John and Kiki D, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. I mean, let's, you know, we can, you, you and I in the songs, we're all the things. We're all the things. We're, which that's I just what love. makes us. That's what mm-hmm. makes us so close is like sisters. And uh, so I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave the, I'm going to leave the uh, skating rink, but I got to ask you one question before we go, yes. when, we, when we leave our disco ball here, yes. can you do the tricks? You know what I'm saying? Like the, like the backward skate. And did you have speed skates? So um, I didn't have speed skates. And I will say that for the record, my, my favorite Christmas gift on the face of the, face of the planet was actually my roller skates with urethane wheels had to be leather. So I asked for them. Um, I was begging, begging, begging when I was like 14 years old. They had to have the urethane wheels. You know, I had the pom poms. I didn't have lights on my urethane. They were just white skates. Literally, I could run upstairs and get them right now. I still own them. 40 years later, I still have them upstairs Mm -mm. in my closet. Yes, I do. I have lugged them around. I'm a 57-year-old woman. I have lugged those skates around everywhere. It's like my thing. So so that Mm. was, those were my favorite gift, skating, of course. 
And then, I'm sorry, what was the question? See, I lost it. Your favorite, <laughs> favorite song. Your, no, favorite. no, your favorite. No, did you did you do any fun tricks? The oh, tricks. Oh, yes, yes. I did the tricks. So I used to teach roller skating. And then I did do tricks. Yes. So the guy, though, is the lead and has to be really strong. So I would do like the tricks you'd see on ice skates. Like you, you know, fling yourself back and you're like two inches from the ground and all that stuff. And he would spin me around. And it was trust on him because he was just really strong. And I was a kid and I'm like, I'm close to the ground. If I fall, what? I don't know. I was I was pretty courageous. That is a theme in your life, though. It really, really is. Like, as as I got to know you as a person, but also as I got to know you preparing for this interview, you have always lived this authentically adventurous life. You, you And you even say you want to squeeze every ounce of juice out of this life that you're given. Mm-hmm. Rachel, what, what has made you be that way? What, what has given you that kind of confidence and courage to be that person and live that way? I think I, wow. I think that my parents, they're artists. And so they mm-hmm. were always very much like, you have to do what you yeah. love. You talk in your book about a calling. What's a calling? You just have to do what you love, right? If you're going to spend eight hours every day doing something, it can't be something that really just annoys you to death. And I remember, um, so that's been a through line. I went to Brown and they're like, you know, the world is your oyster. You can, you can always pivot. You can always make a turn, understand that you're never okay, trapped. Okay. 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 Right? Hold on. Right. Yeah. But that you go was, to Brown and you can pivot. I mean, who goes well, to Brown? It's Ivy League, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like if or I got into Brown or go if, to school. <laughs> I know. But if I got into Brown, there would be no pivoting. My parents like, you go get there <laughs> and you're going to study and that's what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. Well, I did get there and I did study, but the, the kind of the message there is, you know, Brown has pass fail classes, which encourages you to Mm. uh, experiment and find things like, even though you're pre-med, okay, we're not going to mess with your pre-med GPA that you need to have, but you should still be able to experiment and take other classes that won't mess with that, but allows you to step out and try to take other things. So that through line is there. But then also when I had my boss at my first job, I never forget, he pulled me aside and he said, you know what? If you're living for the weekend, you ain't living right. And I was like, mm. clutch the pearls. Whoa. Because I think I was complaining about work or something like that. And I was like, ah, the weekend. You know, everybody's like, ah, I finally clawed my way to the weekend. And he was like, you spend more time here than on the off hours. You better figure out that balance, chick. I mean, he didn't say it like that, but That's I was like, good wow, point. you're right. If I'm living for the weekend, I've made some bad choices. For me, you know, like I need to, I need to reconsider what, how I, I'm spending my time. I think that's for everybody listening, Rachel. Sure. I really, I think we're at a point, especially after, you know, all this big COVID and all this mm-hmm. mess going on in the world, you wake up and you go, what am I doing? Yeah. And why am I doing it? Yes. Would you yes. say that's something you ask yourself quite often? A- absolutely. Well, I, I think that I ask, do I love every single day? And so, all right. Um, all right. am I spending my time the way I want to spend it? I always try to authentically be exactly where I am. Like the through line for me is if I'm with you, there's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. Ooh, You're exactly I feel that. where I feel I want to be. I feel that with you. I feel that yep. every Saturday night, I feel that with you. A thousand percent. There literally is nowhere else I want to be. And, You're present. And, right. I'm present. And that is, I work really hard at being present, which means that I really do gut checks all the time. I, I think I've said this to friends. I was like, you don't ever have to worry. And they know this. You don't ever have to worry about whether or not I like a job because if I don't, I quit. I call myself the big well, that, quitter. I know, I know. I quit jobs all the time. I'm like, oh, not I'm jobs. not doing that. No, I no, pivot. no. 
Not jobs. <laughs> careers. Not yes. jobs. Yep. You're right. All right? Yeah. Yeah. You change trajectories. I mean, because, I okay, you went to Brown your whole life. You wanted to be a marine biologist. I did. And then you went to Brown and you've got this master's in marketing. Correct. And, and then you were. Biology I, was hard. That's why I was right? like, oh, I think I was like, I think I have to change course because this I'm not sure I got the cranium. Well, and you come from all the that. creatives. You've, right. you've come from this creative environment. Um, and then you become a weather girl. And it, it, I don't want to say weather girl. We need to say weather mm-hmm. forecaster. Because remember, I, the reason yes. I say weather, hi, we're your weather girls. You know what song right. I'm doing. Yes. Um, yes. But you were co- in, in a huge market in L.A. Yes. Like, girl, that's a big job. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a big it's, career. It's, How did that happen? It's a pinnacle. Yeah. It is. It is. It's the tippity top, right? New York is the only bigger market. Or if you're national, that's it. You so could have been national. Gut checks. So there are a couple of them. So I went to... I went to Brown, I went to Michigan, and then I wanted to be in advertising. And so I was in advertising for three years and I was like, okay, this isn't Mm-mm. for me. And I quit the big job where at the time my mom was like, my daughter makes more money than me than I have in my entire life, right? My mom, the playwright. And I'm and I'm quitting the job. She would never say though, P.S., you have to save somewhere for money. That's not her, that isn't her, but that was just kind of factually. And I was like, yeah, I'm leave this job. And then I went to LA to be anonymous. You know, I quit my job, the career of being in advertising. I went there to be anonymous. I interned, what do you mean by that? No, wait a minute. What do you money. mean by that? What do you mean about you went there to be anonymous? Now, wait a minute. We got to park it there because I love that. What I does that mean? I went there because um, when I was in Chicago, I was, you know, Rachel with the Masters working in Leo Burnett Advertising Agency and on this trajectory and what have you and with ex- all the expectations that go with that. And I just had to shed it, that skin. I wanted mm. to, I knew that I wanted to go into journalism I didn't know where that was going to be, but I was like L.A. because I wanted to do entertainment reporting. And so I moved out to L.A. and girl took up temp work and interned at Entertainment Tonight and took a class at Long Beach City College. And I mean, basically, I was answering phones and I just didn't tell anybody what my background was. I worked for a temp agency. I just said, I'm going to go into the New Line Cinema or Fox News, you know, Fox Television or whatever. And I'm just going to be doing temp stuff. I'm going to do that because I'm working on something else in the background. So I did that and sent out tapes. Entertainment Tonight helped me make a reel. It was crazy. If you saw it, you think she was not really a journalist. But I, you know, knocked on doors and got no after no after no after no after no. And then finally somebody decided they'd they'd take a chance on me. And um, I went to South Bend, Elkhart, Indiana. And that was my first job in broadcasting in 1994, the fall Mm. of 94. And I was living by cornfields and I called my girlfriend and I was like, what am I doing? I live (laughs) out my window. There are cornfields. I'm a city mouse. What is happening? I'm a city mouse. mouse. Why Uh am I in the country? I've become a country mouse. I'm trying. I'm trying. You you have this goal, right? And you have this goal and, um, you know, it's a thing. And when I left um, Leo Burnett Advertising, I wrote an I wrote an article, and this is where I I, list, I read your book, and I'm reading your book, and I'm like, oh my gosh, all of our themes are so similar. Yes. Because you're like, it's never too late to turn. It just isn't it's too never. late to take pivot. stock, pivot, recalibrate, set your sights on a new dream. That's why I'm always like, you know, never forget that the world is your oyster. If you're willing to, you know, make some sacrifices. You can turn, you can turn, you can turn, you can turn, you can turn. And and I do believe in that. It's it, it, Of course, it's harder with when you've got a family, you've got people, you know, 
who are counting on you. It doesn't have to be, though. It doesn't have but, to be. Yeah. I mean, if everybody will tighten their belt, I always said I'm fine eating ramen noodles and peanut butter and jelly. So I will figure it out if that's what it takes to do this pivot. So it was called Jump at the Chance. And that's where you and I kind of it resonates. Like if something really speaks to your heart, jump at the chance. You've got to just jump at the chance. And that's what I was trying to do when I changed careers and went into journalism. My, my first kind of pivot. But why do you think, Rachel, people and we, and I, I'm going to put us all, because we're all the same, just in different ways. Why do you think we are hesitant to jump at our chance? Do you know what I'm saying? I think these moments come to us in our lives quite often, and you have been so adventurous to take them, and maybe some you haven't. I don't know, but I'm yeah. just saying, what do you think made you or allowed you or, or freed you up to do that, honestly? I, honestly, I think it's um, ramen noodles and peanut butter and jelly. I just was mm-hmm. like, I can live really skinny. I honestly think that people don't take that jump because they've gotten comfortable with where, yes. however level of life they're living. And they're like, this life that I'm living at this level that I can do, you know, business I'm class, afraid to lose flight, my stuff. or whatever. I'm afraid to lose my stuff. I am afraid to lose my stuff. And so I was, I lived and traveled around in six boxes or less. That was the joke for the longest time. I was like, oh, I can pack my stuff up in six boxes or less. Let's go. You know, I was like, mm. quit a job now. But we're moving across the country. We're starting in, you know, a couple of weeks and we're doing that. And that's what the life of a journalist is though, right? I mean, you have to be willing. The only way up is to move. And so you always have to be willing to kind of be flexible and ready to do that. But I do think, I think fundamentally it's finances. If people could get their finances right or decide that they could tighten as tight as it needs to go, I think people would take more risks with themselves and, and with, even with the family, with people that they're like, I got a budget. I can figure out how to do this. I can figure out how to make this change. But there is of course, what you talk about Kim as well in your book is that there's that element of faith, right? That factually, the road stops here. The rest is faith. That last 10 10 blocks, boop, that'll get you to your dream is just, you know, faith. And I don't think (laughs) dreams ever wear out or run out. I I think Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter. Like, people say, well, I have this dream. I think, well, you need to dream vividly and more prolifically because there are more than just one dream. I mean, like, to me, don't you think? Because... I'm looking at your life and, and you've dreamed and dreamed. And then, then, you know, you got to QVC. We got to talk about how you got there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, don't you think that dreams are never ending and they're always, what's that? It's not, is it cyclical? You know, I'm using some big yeah. words today with this brown graduate. <laughs> big <laughs> words, big words. I think, I think dreams do reoccur. And I also think they're ever evolving, right? I agree. As you evolve, That's what right? I'm trying they're to say. ever evolving. Yeah. 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 They, and I hear you. Exactly. They, they, they just continue to kind of grow. You know, I know that the dream that I had when I started is not my dream now. My dream back in the day was I wanted to have a show that was a cross between Charlie Rose and Barbara Walters. I wanted Ooh. to be able to sit down and interview anybody, like right. anybody, politics, art, authors, you Anything. know, um, tow truck, dri- truck drivers, whatever. I wanted to be able to interview everybody. And in my mind, right? Because it wasn't, it wasn't 24 hour wheel of entertainment. There were only two shows. There was entertainment tonight. And then there were the Barbara Walters specials and Charlie Rose had all the politicians. Remember? I mean, that's, that's the landscape I was looking at. So my vision was Charlie Rose, Barbara Walters mashup, Rachel, let's do it. And I just, I never, I never got there. And then if you asked me today, would that still be my my dream? And I would say, absolutely not. It wouldn't, No, it wouldn't because our now 24 hour wheel on the celebrity is so, 
magnifying glass on everybody that there's no mystery. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember well, when you used to no wait for the Barbara anymore. Walters? Right. But yes. you remember when you used to wait for the Barbara You were like, oh my God, she's going to talk to Michael Jackson or she's going to talk Ooh. to Oprah. Or, I mean, and you on the calendar, you were like, oh my heavens. Because they never talked otherwise. You never right. saw them. There, You never they have had social media. Down. We never yeah, social they media. have social media. It's not needed. My dream of needed. job is gone. It's not needed. Yep. I agree with you. Nope. So, yeah. so what brought you to QVC, Rachel? Like, how did you get to QVC? Because to go from like the top, one of the top markets in the country to being, you know, a staple every day in people's homes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. weather-wise, to come being a QVC host, you want to talk about a pivot, life change, trajectory change. I think that God led me here. I I do because, because I I didn't even know that television shopping existed until I was 44, until I came to QVC. Mm -hmm. Oh my word. I did not know about shopping on television. I think that was one of the things that was kind of intriguing by the folks who hired me, frankly. Um, I was in LA and I was the weather woman and I was there and I was the morning weather woman on NBC And I was there for four years and I loved my colleagues. I loved seeing them every day, but the hours were soul crushing for me and I literally couldn't do it anymore. And so I left the job because I couldn't get up at 2.50 in the morning, 51 weeks out of the year. That literally, because it was changing my personality. And you're pure joy. You're pure joy. I'm pure joy. Yeah. And I was walking through life as a zombie. And so I was, I was, you know, I worked and then I was, I got to get some sleep. And so I quit. It's another my quit. I quit. Quit the big job. Did they lose it when you said I'm out? They, you know, the morning weather position is it's an acquired taste. And I think enough news directors know that you're either a person who can do that morning schedule or you're not. And they my cycle was my, you know, my contract. They saw it coming. They saw it coming. And they just said, no, they just they said, can you will you resign? And I said, I just can't. And they were like, what do we do? And I said, change the start time. And they're like, can't. Yeah, because we we go until whatever, 9 a.m. or 7 a.m. And then then, you know, the national takes it over and blog, blog, blog. See, I don't even remember anymore. But they were like, can't. So I we left on. We love you. We love each other. It's great. Great terms. Yeah. But I just quit. And then I was um, doing some consulting for a while. And I this came across and my agent said, hey, you want to try, you know, an audition at QVC? And I was like, I don't even know what that is. But wow, um, actually, actually, let me back up. I auditioned for HSN. That's how I learned about television shopping. I did. And I didn't get the job. And that mm. was that was before I came here. And I didn't get the job. And that's when I learned about TV shopping. I actually went down and visited in the whole nine yards. Didn't get the job. And then QVC came up. And I just thought, let me take the audition. And and why I thought QVC is a place for me is that when I was auditioning, I walked into the audition to the to the outer room where we were going to go meet the folks in audition. And there were women of every shape and size and color. And I just was like, okay, so this is a place that's inclusive. This is a place yes. that, isn't, oh, it is. that isn't a typical LA audition, which is not a stereotype. Homogenous. Exactly. And there isn't at QVC come one, come all we welcome all. And then I met Jack and Sue. That's, you know, personally who hired me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I know I live television and I love interviewing. The part I don't understand is sales. And I just thought it would be really fun to try. That's how I got here. 
What was your audition like? I'm, I'm, everybody watching is going to be curious to see what that process is like. As I've heard about it from other people, but what was your audition like? Like, what did they ask you to do? Tell me, just give me a little bit so, of heads up. It's so crazy because they you they ask you, you walk in and there's a table of items and they ask you to pick an item and then to present it. And I picked a B. Mikowski handbag which was a okay. rose gold color. Oh, and was yeah, absolutely honey. gorgeous. Yes, absolutely gorgeous. Of course like, oh you would gosh, go bougie. Of course <laughs> exactly, you would go bougie. Exactly. Bougie for sure. <laughs> the audition, once you get to Studio Park, they've already brought in, say, 24 people, and they'll, they'll put you up in teams of 12 and 12. But you audition in front of everybody else. So you see everybody oh else God. audition. It's amazing. When I said, <laughs> when I shared that with my mom, who's a playwright and who has auditioned actors and actresses throughout her entire life. She was like, I've never heard of that. She was like, I'm sorry. It's you very mean intimidating. Front? It wow. is. It is. It is not for the faint of heart because you see when somebody, okay, well, here's what they did. Well, here's what they did. Here's what, how do you know your spirit or what are you going to do? What, what do you, yeah. what do you bring to the table? And of course, what you bring to the table is Zach's personal DNA, Kim's right. personal DNA, you. Rachel Bozing's way of doing it. You, your unique style and presentation style. No two presentations are alike. No two people who present are exactly the same. <laughs> you bring your, you bring yourself, which is funny. It's similar to weather because frankly, the weather forecasters, we're all within one or two degrees. So whoever you watch, it's because you like them. <laughs> it literally is because yeah. you yeah. like, you, you simply like them. You because vibe the information, with them. You vibe with them. Because this person says 76, this person says 74, and this person says 75. You fine. Okay, let me ask you this. You're so right about it. And everybody has their own, like you said, their DNA, their little magic, yeah. their special thing. Yep. What yes. what and I I got my take on all you hosts, you know, because I get I get the gamut. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you know I have yes. thoughts. Okay. Yes. That's for another show. Yes. I have thoughts. That's for another show. So tell me, thoughts. what do what what do you think your style is? Like what do you think? Why do you think because you're so popular on QVC, people connect with you, they love you. What do you think it is, Rachel, that makes a good host or an interviewer or a presenter or whatever? What do you think makes a good anything in this life? 10,000 hours. So says oh. that book, right? <laughs> right? So There's, true. How do you become an expert? 10,000 hours, my friend. There's no shortcut. It just... Basically, that is what it is. If you've done 10,000 hours, you're probably do pretty good at whatever you're doing. Do the work. Right, exactly. Right. right exactly, right. Um, well, honey, that I explains why I'm str I'm still I'm still <laughs> wobbling right here at 50-something. I'm, I'm getting to my 10,000, girl. <laughs> girl, you are right. But 10,000 hours. And I think that all of our hosts have their own right secret little special sauce. And thank you. I, I, um, I'm, I value my connection with the customer. I also yes. feel like our customer is super smart and I'm an I's dotted T's cross girl. Like I'm very yes, much about the facts. I'm like, here are the facts. Here's what's up. How is this functionally going to help me? And then right. told me, you know, sprinkle fairy dust on it because I, you know, I'm, if you're taking leaps and jumps, you're very judicious about how you spend your money. You're like, um, <laughs> I, I don't like willy nilly, just throw it around all the time. And I, I, Treat people's money like that as well. And what, like when I say buy my multiples, by the way, I just bought two of Kim's hoodies and two of her t-shirts. I'm not kidding. You buy multiples of the stuff that you love, of you That's know right. price per wear, and you're going to wear it all the time. So I think I'm not frivolous with her money. Um, our customer, I, I respect her. Um, I like her. I think that there's facts and then there's fun. 
I agree with a thousand percent of everything you just said. I think you are a dot the I cross the T type of girl. And I do think you're facts. And I think that's why our show's so good because I bring a little bit of the fun because you know I ain't about facts. So this is the thing. So I decided to kind of flip the script on you today oh, during Let's this show. Let's do it. Let's so do it. Um, I have this kind of tradition that is um, when I have a QVC host on the Kim Gravel show where we do this impromptu, grab something that you see in your area. So think of this as your new KGS, Kim Gravel Show audition tape. Here we go. So grab you a little something around there. Could be a pencil, could be a blanket, could be whatever you want to sell because you're going to sell with these 10 phrases I'm going to give you right now, impromptu, something around you, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Grab it now. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, go. wanting, I'm wanting to grab my dog. Somehow I'm wanting to grab my dog, but she's not going to cooperate. She's, she's like, like, I'm I don't on think the so. floor. She's like, I'm on the floor. Don't grab me. Well, what I have, this is so okay. crazy, but I'm oh, going to bring it. I'm going to bring it because I know that you interviewed Ooh, Mary DeAngelis. Okay, the lights are going to come down. Here I'm reaching. Her mother made this <gasps> quilt for me. Yes, because Mary D and I were thick as thieves. You know that orange is my favorite color. Not surprised. You know that. Orange and, and pinks uh, uh, and, and corals. Pink. Yes. Always. Always cantaloupe watermelon. I'm wearing. Um, so this quilt her mom made. And I love it. It's a nice little throw. So this is Mary D's mom's throw. So Rachel has to use these phrases. One is go down to rabbit hole. Two is keep your eyes peeled. Three is bend over backwards. Four is best thing since sliced bread. Five is high in the sky. Your sixth phrase you got to use is bull in a china shop. Your seventh phrase is everything but the kitchen sink. And then your eighth phrase is put a pin in it. And I love this one. Nine is our favorite. Pardon my French. And your 10th <laughs> phrase you're going to use is take a chill pill. All in selling Mary DeAngelis' mother's amazing hand-knitted quilt. Handmade quilt. Okay. All right. And you, um, and Rachel, you can do it in any order. You're going to keep them on the side. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep yeah, them we're right here. You can do them in any order? You can okay, do them in yeah. any order. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> have you, you know, first of all, first of all, have you noticed that every single QVC host that comes in here, they don't go, oh my gosh, I can't. They all are like, they grab it and they get on the edge. Like, ready. They are ready. <laughs> they are like a dog on a bone with this thing. Okay, go ahead, Zach. <laughs> ready and go ahead. Hey, nice to see you. It's Rachel Rosing and I've got this beautiful quilt. And you know what? Whatever you're doing, go put a pin in it because I'm going to take you with me. Let's go on down the rabbit hole. I'm going to put this around my shoulders because I don't know about you, but we've got to keep our eyes peeled for whatever is going on. And I know sometimes you're thinking, well, do I have to bend over backwards in order to see that screen? Well, yes, you do, because this is the best thing since sliced bread. And I'm not talking about any pie in the sky. I'm telling you that this is not how you're going to feel if you have this wrapped around you like you're a bull in a china shop. This essentially has everything but the kitchen sink. And you know what? I think it's just damn, oh, pardon my French. And you know what? I think you might be saying to me, take a chill pill because all of a sudden I got a little saucy. And you know what you need to do? Keep your eyes peeled for whatever offer I have right now. Because remember, you did bend over backwards. This is the best thing since sliced bread. It isn't pie in the sky. You won't be a bull in the china shop. It is everything but the kitchen sink. Put a pin in it because you're going to go buy it. 
pardon my French, and take that chill pill. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I get all of them? I think you, I think you I just think beat you every QVC host that has ever been on this show. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is Put a pin in that, girl. Put a pin in it. <laughs> okay, I'm about to have a little bit of a panic attack. And I'm not doing love it. I'm not doing the show Saturday. You on your own. Just figure it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I love this. What a fun. You know what? You all you are know brilliant. What? Like, what a fun little challenge. It, none of it made any yeah. sense, I'm sure. If you go back and listen to it, you'll <laughs> no, be it like, did. what was she talking about? It did. No, it, it did. Made sense. <laughs> so this is what we do. The next QVC <laughs> holiday party, I'm coming in and I'm doing this with all you hosts. That's what I'm going to ah. do. And I'm going to make sure y'all have three or four drinks in you first. There you go. That's that what I'm going to do. Be the, it's going it's to be crazy. That would be absolutely the best. The best. Don't really pardon your French. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> pardon my French thing was perfection. <laughs> Amazing. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. I wanted to ask you this question because you said, I saw you with... um, on Mally's show, 15 Fabulous. Yes. And it touched me because, first of all, I love you both. But we're all and women of a certain age. We're in our 50s. And you said you are living your most confidence, best life in your 50s. And so many people are longing for that. How are you doing that? And how can you encourage other women that are listening to this to do that too? I love that question. And I'm it was a long time coming. It took a long time, I think, for me to get to this point. Um, I, how would I encourage other people to do it? I would, I would encourage everyone or someone to take a moment and kind of get centered about like what is important to you. Mm-hmm. What is your, what is kind of your north star? 
And um, how can you get connected to that? Like, I know that mine is ringing the juiciness out of every minute. I really want to really want to be exactly where I am. And I think, honestly, this is going to be so crazy. Um, not, not being married, right? I'm always taking and not having a family. I'm always kind of taking a temperature of, is this really where I want to be? And I think when you're in a relationship and you've got mm -hmm. other people, you do a lot of things. You spend a lot of time doing something you don't really want to do. And I, mm. and you know, I mean, and that just happens. You do it because you love other people and you do mm. it because they want to do it. And just, you know, side point, I was saying to my girlfriend, she was like, I got to, you know, I got to go somewhere because my husband's family, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I really want, don't want to go. And I said, well, then don't go. And she was like, you've never been married. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. Um, you know, you do things because you love other people. So a lot of people I find are doing things and in places and spending time in places that they don't really want to be, but they yeah. love this person and they're doing it for their husband or they're doing it for their children or they're doing it for whatever, or they've gotten on a treadmill. I mean, when I was reading your book, Kim, you were like, raising kids is a lot. You know, I mean, my lot. dreams are over here and it's a lot. I'm backseat. I'm doing things for other people. And so I think people in conventional families or whatever your family unit is, right? You lose touch with where you really authentically want to be because you put other people in the front seat so often. And the, the, what I have the ability to do as somebody who's just myself and my two cats and a dog is that I'm always in the front seat. So I always know my, what my temperature is. I always know exactly what I want to do and where I want to be. And so, um, it's easier for me to kind of get in touch with what I want to do. So my recommendation would be you know, what is that thing? It was what I said to Mally, like, what is that thing for you that be selfish for a minute? Get to Absolutely. that selfish point. Absolutely. Get selfish. What is that thing for you that will yes. really give you joy? And what is it? Take the Pilates class. If it's I want to do yoga or you know what? Get on Noom. I just got on Noom because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I sell food all the time. You know that I got to, you know, there is some swing I need to do do that thing for you. Take that yes. trip. I just talked to my sister and she was like, I'm going to this conference. It's really expensive. But I was like, oh my gosh, thank God you're doing it. You're dropping no. a boat. You're dropping a house <laughs> on your son and a house on your daughter. And your partner just says, take that expensive thing and drop it on you. You're always giving and you need it. She needs it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you're doing it. Get selfish for a minute. Fill your cup you know, fill your cup and have that moment of a filled cup. And then, I don't know, get, remind yourself of what that juiciness felt like. Like remind yourself of what the butterflies felt like when you were in love. Remind yourself of what that, mm. I really love authentically where I am. And I love authentically myself. Get reacquainted with yourself. And, and that's why I was like, whatever that is, if it is that, if it's that procedure, if it's that class you want to take, if it's that dress you want to wear, if it's that whatever, get in touch again with what you really want and is just for you, like maybe yes. selfishly just for you. And then walk out like a boss feeling strong because you did that thing. You're like, yep, I wore that dress. I got that little tuck that I wanted to get, whatever it is. I, want, I took that class. I've always wanted to learn salsa or I've always wanted to know piano lessons, but everybody else's desires have always been first. You know, do that. Give yourself that gift because everyone says it all the time, but you know, when you're on an airplane, they're like, put your own air mask on first, get your own oxygen mask it's on true. first and then do all the others. And it's I think so that that's and what's been really nice for me to learn that. And honestly, to probably come to terms with, you know, being 57 and not married and 
no longer feeling like I'm supposed to be like the thirsty single girl. I was like, oh my God, I'm so not thirsty. What in the world? You're not thirsty. Right? I love my life. I love my life. And like really being comfortable going, I love my life. I would love to have love. You will be the cherry on top. I love my life. There's so many people that feel stuck, you know, that feel stuck in a marriage or stuck in a circumstance or stuck. You know, that's how I felt as a mom. And I love my kids and would die for my kids. I mean, Mm -hmm. I love it. But at times I felt in motherhood very stuck. And I know it's not a popular thing to say, but it's just truth. And when I started taking those little bit of times to rekindle the dreams that I had, um, and they weren't big. They weren't these big monumental, I want to have these big brands. I didn't, I didn't, it was just little tiny baby steps mm-hmm. of just, like you said, taking, just being selfish a little bit. And I would encourage everybody, Rachel, you just nailed it. You nailed it because it's so true. <laughs> Over 50, maybe you're the empty nester. You get to like reacquaint yourself with yourself and get right. to know yourself again. You got That's a lot of life to live. I think the 50s and fabulous, right, is that people are like, oh, Shazam, that's right. Oh, snap. Here, my, my kids are like, I got on some the freedom. Way out. they're launching. I got some freedom. Uh-huh. What is it that I want to do? Like, yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, I'm kind of boss again. And that's what's really nice about kind of the over 50s and fabulous. It's funny. I saw um, she was she was interviewing Jackie Stafford. And I think Jackie Stafford was saying, you know what? Like, everybody's just winging it as well. Like, and I thought right. that was a great piece yeah. of information, right. too, that <laughs> frankly, we're all just winging it. We're all like doing we our all best. A squirrel but- <laughs> trying to get a nut. Okay, right? we're just we're just, winging we're just it. out here I mean, doing we it. Think we know exactly trying to trying to live our best life. There isn't a there aren't any instructions. No, nope. you're just kind of winging it to the best of your ability, and hopefully the cake gets made. It's never too late. You're always right on time. Okay, we do every interview. We close this out with rapid fire. Rapid fire questions. There is nobody I have more confidence in <laughs> that's ever been on this show. I'm sweating. I'm sweating no, here. I'm like, she's I mean, ready. Amy, you know Amy, my yep. BFF. She's I been on it. here. Her it. rapid fire was not even fire, much less rapid. Okay. I mean, it was <laughs> no one. Everybody's like, what? I mean, I have full faith a thousand percent that Rachel's going to pop it out. Like, like pop, like, poop, 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 poop. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Her dog is ready. Right. Even my dog, Even my dog is, is ready. She agreed. She's still Come on, boys. Okay. okay, here we go. First thing yes. comes out your mind, comes out your mouth. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Sorry. here we go. She's, She's ready. ready. Okay, okay. Right. What is your happy place? Uh, the beach, blue water. If you got a tattoo, what would it be and where? Oh my gosh, I don't have a tattoo for a reason because I can't commit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting deep now, Kim. <laughs> no need to answer. That, is the that answer. was priceless. That was pri- I told you. I told oh you tea God. or coffee. Tea or coffee. <laughs> tea. Text or call. Call. Thousand oh. percent. Oh, I'm a texter. Okay. Dogs or cats? Oh Lord. There you go. Both. You gotta choose. Nope. Gotta choose. Gotta Give me one. Both. All right. Both. All right. You well, whipped out on me on that one. Okay. It's because right. the dogs and cats can the hear The dogs are right. right. They're, <laughs> they're right they're, here. They'll take it out of you. They'll take it out on you later. Okay. Yeah, uh, favorite type of junk food? Oh, wow. I eat Twizzlers like crazy. Oh, I love I Twizzlers. Mean, like, I love Twizzlers. But Is I mean, that really a junk food? It's not a lot of calories. I think it's it's just sticks of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah. not be a lot of calories. That's why I love it. That's why I love it. I have a follow-up follow question. Follow-up question. Yes. 
Would you have a red vine? Oh, no, no, no. I love res red vines. So okay. red vines, Twizzlers, both. Red vines mm. are Los Angeles to me. Twizzlers here. My preference at the movie theater is always red vines. Ooh. Good question. Because mm. I would, or I like the cherry Twizzlers. Ooh, but you have to buy like them the in the big th bag. That's the thing, right? That regular, and they they come and you have to pull them off the little rolling Twizzlers. I'm, I'm like a Twizzler, you know, connoisseur. It's a connoisseur. Thing. You are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh, heavens. Probably Idris Elba. <laughs> oh, who, who's, who, who is, he's everybody's celebrity crush. He's he everybody's, so, he's everybody's celebrity crush. He is such a handsome man. Such a handsome man. And so I was well like, spoken. who was my celebrity crush before then? I don't know, Michael B. Jordan, but he's too young, right? Ooh. Idris, we're in the same, you know, Michael uh, B. Jordan young. is very handsome man. Young. <laughs> I'm 57. No cradle robbing. My, my, <laughs> I think he's in his 30s. Just pray yeah, about that. Pray about it. <laughs> well, you know what? I will pray about it. Michael B. Jordan, if you are watching. Call me. I, see. Call me. He's 36. Call me. Call me. my age. I would not say no. Right. She she would she wouldn't even say maybe. Just call her. Okay. She would say yes. What right, what is the top of your bucket list? Oh, I want to go on safari, but I mm. haven't figured out the person to go with. Yeah, I want to go on safari. I went on safari. You have to call me, girl. But I want it to be romantical. And so I haven't mm. gone yet. Well, it was with Travis, yeah. so it wasn't romantical well. and it wasn't it was <laughs> we did it on the cheap. Honey, by the time you almost get eaten by a lion, the romance goes out of the way <laughs> in the night. You just sitting there oh going, is the elephant going to break in? Oh my God, I'm dying to go on yeah. safari. Like that is my bucket list. I it so want to go. magical and the experience, <sighs> yes. But Travis and I, there was a, two lions, mate. there was a lion and lioness mating and yes. the jeep got in the way. <gasps> and what? And that, that <sighs> lion was right here. He could just put up and just took Travis off the back of that truck and the guy go in, ch -ch -ch, and cocked <gasps> his gun. I said, oh, right. I got my yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And the lion was like, oh, audio cue. I can't eat that. Well, he didn't person, move. He didn't move. But I was sitting there going, wow. Oh, my gosh. You get ready to get eaten by a lion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's my husband. There's, There's my husband. Get ready by a lion. Guess who's going to win? But it was, uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> but wait, so two lions are getting busy and the driver's just like, we're going to get in. We're going to get all up in that. Like, Why? that's the no. decision? Well, I mean, the, the, it, because we got in the way of it and, and he started growling and they were becoming aggressive towards the Jeep, but the Jeep has no glass. He has no nothing. Like, he oh, could just go, yes. I mean, seriously, Travis is sitting what? in the chair, the Jeep seat, and here is the lion's face right here. <laughs> And he goes, don't move, don't move, don't move. And and this oh, is and a guy like, who's indigenous. I mean, he grew up there. So he, I mean, correct. he knows, he knows yes. these animals and he just yeah. cocked his gun. I was like, this is, here we go. We're, we're meeting Jesus <laughs> here we <go>. today. <laughs> here we go. Strap in. This is the moment. It's his moment. So this what I'm say to you is go. It is game changing, life changing. I'm, I so, so want to okay. go. I still okay. want to go. So that is, that's the top of my bucket list for sure. Top of your it bucket is. list. Yeah. Okay. I know this is your show, but I so want to interview Kim about her book. I have so many questions. There were all these, I have, I have white, I mean, I have, you know, highlighted passages Rachel, you go crazy. I mean, don't edit your story. Don't despise any part of yourself. I mean, you read mm -mm. Kim's book and first of all, all you do is do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Girl got right. it right. And then you weep. You nod, right? You can't weep. you relate? You get, can't you, you get relate? Twizzlers or red vines. You're like, that's my life. That is my life. Yeah. How is she in my brain? That's all you right. do. 
Sometimes you have to jump without a safety net. Isn't this what we were talking about? You have to jump without a safety net. And that's why I was like, we're the same person. We are. It's not too late for you to pick a new path. I was like, we're the same person. We're talking about the same thing. Rachel, can I say this? Everybody Mm -hmm. should write their life and look back at their life because your life has always been speaking to you and your calling has always been calling you. It's been that common thread throughout your whole entire life. And that's when I realized at 50 years old, I woke up, I was like, duh. Why am I trying to be like such and so and try, trying to be do this? Try, when I just decided I'm just going to live what God had put in me. And if people get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. But I love them anyway. The, the, the anger goes. The depression goes. The anxiety goes. The, the weight comes off. The, the expectations go. The, the being so hard on ourselves goes. Yes. yes. Last Rapid fire question. Okay. <laughs> Rank your QVC colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> that is never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yes. You go like this. This is just who first comes to your mind now. <laughs> Best hair. Best hair? I, Courtney Kandabi. Oh, God. She got some good hair now. I ain't lying. Yeah. Best smile. Oh, Pick one. I don't do the cat dog thing. Pick That's one. That's not. I don't know. <laughs> Just uh, first one comes to your best, mind. Uh, the first person who came to my mind was Jane Brown. Okay. Um, I, I love me some Jane Brown. Okay. Funniest laugh. Um, Sean Killinger. <laughs> she got a good. I laugh. like her laugh. I love best her laugh. I, best eyes. Oh, um, Vanessa Herring. Mm, I love her too. Oh, I love her. She's um, the, 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 her eyes just, whoo, yeah. I bet, I bet I know who this one is. Best sense of humor. Best sense of humor? Oh, Mary DeAngelis. I knew you were going to say that. A <laughs> thousand percent. A thousand percent. Okay. You can't be next to her for more than five minutes and without. And not laugh your tail off. Totally you that way too, belly though. laughing. You're that way too. Belly um, laughing. Most hospitable. Pat James Dementry or Leah oh, Williams. Oh, I love me some Pat. It's neck, it's neck and neck. Pat Who? and Leah, right here. Oh, Leah honey, Williams. let me tell you something. Well, I would have done Leah Williams. The, just, just, the, just graceful, you know. hospitable. Uh, I love her. The hottest. The hottest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Alberti Popage. I was gonna say Alberti. <laughs> <laughs> He's the hottest. He's my husband on TV. I always see him. I'm like, he's got four wives. Rachel on Wednesday, Kirsten on Thursday, Amy on Friday, Kirsten on Saturday, Sandra Bennett for whatever beauty show there is. He's got four wives. He's a lion tamer. He's like, okay. The the, the man is busy. He's busy. (laughs) All right, here's the last one. Who is the best hugger? The best hugger? I don't know. Maybe my BFF, Kirsten. Yeah, yeah, she's, the best she's a good hugger. She's going hard. She's going yeah. hard. Going yeah. hard. She does. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she she's she's <laughs> no, she gives you family. those tight hugs. You you mm-hmm. you felt seen. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, Rachel. Absolutely. I love you. You've got to oh come back. Oh my heavens. Oh my heavens. I would love to. I love this. I and I, I want turnabout is fair play, Zach. I get to so next time I get to ask him. Like I get 10 minutes of just interviewing Kim deal on Kim's deal. own Let's show do it. I love deal that. I yeah. would love to do that and I love you sis I love you too it and is you such come a blessing back. I will absolutely come back it's a blessing I think as well because we all 
love and appreciate exactly where we are, wherever yeah. we are. And we all right. accept wherever you are, right? right? I don't go in there and feel judged. No. You know, by my colleagues or, or friends competitive. There, or competitive Mm-mm, either, so which is really amazing. That's rare. I really just feel super supportive. Well, let's just leave it with the, the probably the most important question I could ask you today. Okay. Who is your favorite brand and guest to do a show with? <laughs> Be honest, Rachel. Mm, be let's honest. see. Would that be Kim Gravel? And do I need to run upstairs into my closet and get all the things that are KG that are Bell Beach or Kim Gravel? Or I'm sorry, am I wearing Kim Gravel? Do you see me on Wednesdays <laughs> oh wearing Kim Gravel? All right, that was I a mean, twin. That was a setup. That was a setup. I apologize. All right, I'm gonna let you go before we get in trouble. I love you, girl. I love you. Thank you so much. It was Mwah. such a pleasure and a privilege to be with you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Zach. Bye, Rachel. Thank you so much for you know, walking me through this. And it was just, I feel very privileged to have been here with you. We love you. Okay. See you Saturday night. Okay. See you Saturday night. (laughs) Bye. Ah. Well, I told you that was going to be a uh, exciting ride with Rachel. Isn't she fantastic? The joy of who she is. Rachel had brings so much joy. She brings so much of just who she is to it. I know. And that is just like so much fun it's exciting. to see. Yeah. I like I, I feel inspired by her and I get why she's so successful as a host on QVC because it's like you just, you, you feel her, right? right. It, her presence right. through coming through the screen, right? And yeah. it's, I want to like, I feel like she's one of those people that when you're in the room with her, she also sort of like, you know, invigorates. She is. is and true? I will say this. She's a prime example of how to live your most adventurous, authentic life and do it now. Y'all, look, y'all are listening to this. Don't wait. There's something you have been pressing pause on. Maybe it's a dream. Maybe, like she said, it's a procedure. Maybe it's a travel opportunity. Maybe it's just taking that class. Press play. It's time to get about it because it's the little things in life that we remember. And it's the little things that turn into the big things that make our life better. So until next time, just know Zach and I, we love you. We appreciate you watching. Share this with other people. Let everybody know about the Kim Gravel Show. Uh, Review, like, and share because we are here to help you level up your life. And we're all going to do it together. All right, bye. See you next time. We love you. Bye. Just double checking. The red light's on, right? You hit record again. It is. Yeah. Okay, great. I got you. (laughs) That's what you need, right? Yeah. No? Scroll me up. What? Isn't that what you want? Aren't you looking at the right thing? I'm looking, baby. You'll be showing me what I'm looking at? I think you have an iPad issue. Kim, it's, but it is scrolled up on mine. So what does that mean? That means that. That means you're not controlling me, baby. Well, I never control your, okay. (laughs) It's what she said. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.